What up, what up, what up, people? Keith Dunn coming at you guys again with another segment of the Roller Agenda. Today we're going to talk about feeding for competition. I know we talked about selection, how to pick them, um, and moving birds around, but we never really got into just how to feed birds for kick competition. And the truth is, there's no set way to feed for a competition. Because every kid is going to be different. Um, even if you use the same birds, have the same amount of birds off each bird, it's going to be react different to feed. But there are some basics that we need to get. Um, you got some say they go, they go, they do a tablespoon thing. Some say they don't do a tablespoon. Some say they go by a cup. But doing the cup thing is not precise. Because if you have 15 birds, then what you do? How do you measure and get it right for 15 birds if you're going by the cup? How do you know if they're between 15 scoops, 15 tablespoons, and 14 tablespoons, or whatever it may be? Um, and some birds, a cup is not enough for a kid. And some kids, some birds need a cup and a half. Some birds may, may need a tablespoon and a half. Some birds may need only two teaspoons. I mean, each kid is going to be different, um, which, which which means that if the birds are deeper in the keel, which makes for more space between for the, for the stomach to be, uh, gut to be, whatever you want to call it, there's differences between these kids. So I use a basic tablespoon per bird and go up and down from there. Okay, now most triggers or tricks for kid competition that people use don't work until the birds are kind of mature, close to being mature. You have some young kids that can do it, but it's hard to prep a young kid because the birds haven't came into their own. So feed is very tricky. Feeding birds for kick competition. The best way to figure it out is to, is to, re, to know your pigeons. Now, I, I can't stress that enough. How important it is to know the birds you're dealing with, and know the birds you're flying in that kit. Know that kit. I mean, what make, what makes this kit perform to the highest degree? Have you figured that out yet? Do you have an idea? Most people don't. They don't have an idea. Some people have a routine to work that they tried that don't work because they tried it so often and it never worked for them. So that can be a set routine. And then you have those who have routines that have worked for them over and over and over and over. Um, if you got birds from somebody else, try to get an idea or understand of what they do to get their birds ready for kick competition and why they do what they do. For my birds, for me, for me, my birds, um, they mature. They mature. The best thing to do is try to figure out a way to get them birds to fly in the perfect speed, the perfect pattern, perfect height without the roll. Yep, you heard me right. Without the roll. One thing I've noticed is that if you fly on the weekend and your birds been burned up all week, chances are when it comes to that fly day. They're not going to be as good as they were all week. So what I try to do is get my birds coming to fly day, flying 19 to no more than 25 minutes. Perfect pattern, perfect height, and barely rolling. When they right there, I know I got a very good chance of scoring big on fly day. What I do is, so if they get if 20 birds, 20 tablespoons, I'm giving them... 17 tablespoons for two weeks straight or 10 at least 10 days straight 
what that does is slow the fly pattern down to the point where they're almost just hovering. You're flying the right pattern, doing everything. But by the time you get to that last week before the competition, they barely roll it. And that's why I kind of want them. So that last day, which will be, if I fly on a Sunday, it would be on a Friday. If I fly on a Saturday, it would be on a Thursday. What I would do is, if they're getting 17, 17, 17 for the whole 10 to 14 days, on that last day before, I hold them in a day before fly day, I'm going to give them, depending on the kit, 20 to 22 tablespoons, depending on the kit. The deeper the kit, the more tablespoons I'm going to give them. So if they're anywhere between 30 to 40 feet, I'm going to go to 22 tablespoons that day. And then the day before the fly, I'll make sure I give them 20. If they between 15 and 25 feet max, I'm going to give them 20. And then on the day before, the day I keep them in, I'm going to give them 19. That seems to work out for me. It has worked out for me for those I heard. As long as I have an older kid, it got to be a mature kid. But the youngest bird got to be at least nine months. Nine months old. The youngest one. And that seems to work out for me. How I manage them doing when they're not in kid competition? Um, for a young kid, they're not getting a tablespoon per bird. They're getting a little bit more. Just until they're flying 30 to 45 minutes regularly without no problem then I might drop it down to 20 or however a tablespoon per bird and fly from there and keep it there and I make adjustments as I fly it might be 21 21 tablespoons for 19 birds or 21 tablespoons for 20 birds depending on the kit Um, and 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 that, I, and that I, I come to that conclusion based on the depth. If they deeper, I mean, I never try not to underfeed them when they're young. Never. When they're deep. You got birds coming in early, just got, got a little depth. You want to keep them fed look pretty good. So they be strong enough to fly more than they roll. And after, as they fly more than they roll, they can learn how to not roll slow. They learn how to get control of them. But if they're on the edge all the time, they're going to trigger lower and stuff like that. So... That being said, you figure out your birds. Figure them out what triggers them. So what all you're trying to do on competition day is you're trying to get the max out of them on that day. Just for that day. They don't, they don't need to do it before and they don't, really, they don't need to do it after. You're just trying to get it down to that day. And once, and once they, let's see if you fly your kit. You gave them, it's 19 birds. So you gave them 17 teaspoons every day for 10 to 14 days. Now you got them flying the right pattern, the right speed. And everything, everything is fine. It's like you're flying perfect. They're just missing the big breaks. They're missing the breaks. When you give them that extra amount of feed, it does something to them where they boot, it boosts them up. And the next day, they're going to keep them in, which you're going to give them a regular amount. And you're going to give them that regular amount within an hour or two in either direction of the time you're going to fly. So if you, spend, if you plan on flying at 8, you're going to feed the bird between 7 and nine, I would say nine thirty. No later than ten. You want to feed them in that time in that time span. The day before, the day before that, you, you, you know, you're gonna fly them and feed them up a little bit, up just a little bit, not much. 
people do extreme where they go wheat and they go peas. I don't do that. I, I feed them extreme all the time, pretty much, and it pretty much works out. You gonna have, have a few birds that you might have to give a little extra piece to the side. The ones that are always just real frequent. And going before the breaks, you wanna kick them a little extra piece, maybe anywhere between five to ten peas, depending on the bird. Um, yeah, I do that kind of stuff. And if you if you say I don't do that kind of stuff, then you're not a real handler. You're gonna do whatever it takes for you to get the max out your birds for competition day. And I heard dudes say they would never do that. And I said, that explains why you never qualify and you never do well on our club fly. So, you need to change that thought process you have. They take it like I'm dissing them. I'm not. I'm stating the fact. You say you would never do that and it explains why you always have these flies where birds come down the lane, roll too much, don't keep up with the kid where you can't score. Because you won't do the stuff that they need. Just like a coach. If you got players that are real good, Say a point guard. I'm give you two examples. A point guard that's strong with his right hand or strong with his left hand. What you gonna do to get him strong? You're gonna take away his right hand, make him dribble all with his left hand, or take away his left hand, but make him dribble all with his right hand to get the other hand strong. That's what you do. You gotta do extra stuff like that. And guys that <clears throat> they can't make lifts can still leave the left if they're not dunking. What you gonna do? You're gonna make him make all lifts every drill without dunking. No dunking. You cannot dunk. Every drill you gotta make a lift. When you miss a lift, take off and start running. You're gonna learn to make lips, so you're gonna run. Now you're gonna pay attention to making lips until it becomes natural. That, that same, it's the same process, thought process with, with your kid birds. You're gonna do what you have to do to get them ready for that day, that competition day, or that game day, whatever it may be. <clears throat> so, I know guys say they have a problem with their birds. Kidding. It depends on the birds. For my birds, if they're not kidding this tight, what I do is, I take a little bit off on their feet and I fly more. Yep, I take a little bit off and fly more. And then, and there's, and I, and I would just do this for maybe three or four days, a week at tops. And I slowly add the food back. I won't jump back up. I slowly add it back and keep flying hard. Keep flying hard. By the time we get to the point when they back up to their regular amount, they should be kidding really good, really solid, and they flying a, a good length of time at a decent height. You gotta understand, everything you do with your birds becomes habit. It's instinct and habit. You gotta remember that. Instinct is what they're born with, habit is what they learn or taught. So, when they go up, they come up, they go up, they kick, they come down scattered. That can't be the last fly of the day. I will let them sit, scare them back up. They go up there and kick, come down scattered, and they get back together and fly around and then land. I will still let them sit five, ten minutes, scare them back up. Eventually, they will start going up, coming down, straight kitten. They do that the first time they do that, when you scare them up. After the third time, if they do that and land, I don't care if it was five minutes, I don't care if it was 30 minutes. If they do that and land together, you get them in right then. They'll overfeed them, feed them what they normally feed them. Next, they do the same thing. What you're going to find out is they're going to get it, they're going to learn to. Stay together. When they stay together for a time and come in, they're gonna be rewarded. And after what, it's gonna become habit. They start becoming habit. If you start flying them, do what they want to scatter and land on the roof one by one. Guess what they're gonna do every time you fly them? They're gonna do that every time you fly them. Because they're gonna think that's what they're supposed to do. So they start becoming habit. And you gotta break that habit. You gotta do it over and over and over until you start doing what you want to do. 
just that simple. You gotta keep doing it. And then break the habit. Some birds will. <clears throat> now, feeding for kid competition is very delicate. I wouldn't do anything in the extreme. I had a friend of mine who had his birds fly one, one week, one month, and then fly too high. So instead of gravity breaking them down and cutting their feedback, he jumped from a full cup to a half a cup, and the birds would respond as not going to want to fly long enough. And he jumped back up. I said, won't you gradually break it down and see what it is you need to do? But he would never do it that way, so he figured, well, I figured it out for him, then it worked, and he still went back to what he was doing. He said, but I don't know how much. Well, don't take off. Well, you go from a full cup to half a cup. Go to a full cup to a three-quarter cup. Or can, whatever it may be. And he tried that, and it worked for him. Yeah. Feed for kid competition also, it takes, like you give birds extra food, some birds you got to take away some food. Now, how do you take away food, or how do you know how much to take away from them? That's the, it's tricky right there, too. So what you got to figure out is which birds are the ones you need to take away. And what needed seed that these to make these side that birds need food taken away. If your kid are pausing coming to a point where they should break and the birds that shoot out toward the front in front of the kid where they're popping and it's going toward the front when everybody's slowing down to break, them the birds probably need to take a little bit of food away. Most likely it's two to three birds. People think it's one, but it's two to three. Cause most time one bird shoot out front, the kid usually go and that bird just swoop around and get with them like it went. But it's really two or three. So you got to figure them three birds out. Now, what you do is, what I used to do is, I'll fly the kit, see which three birds are, fly them again, see which three birds are, because I'm the same three. Okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to fly them again. I'm going to get them in. This, when I get, well, this time, when I get them in, those three birds I will take and put in the show pen. Then I will take out a third of what the birds eat. One third of what the birds eat and feed it to the birds that's in the cage. Once they finish all of that feed, I will take the other three birds and put them back in and then feed them the other two thirds and see how they respond to that. Now, sometimes it takes about three days from the, so you can really see some results, which is fine. Can you try and figure it out? And then you'll say, okay, that kind of worked. And by the third day, that really worked. Okay, now if you see it's taking away a little bit too much away from me to go from one third to one fourth. You know what I'm saying? One third to one fourth. And then go from there. See how that works. And, and then if that, you know how you got tablespoons. So what I would do next is I will I will take each one of those birds, if I have to, and feed them a tablespoon separately. And subtract the table that amount of tablespoon from the can and give it to everybody else. This is just from I'm just trying to compete. I'm just trying to get this for all I have to compete with. I'm trying to get the best out of them. There's some stuff I've done. Birds flying over the kit. That's 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 a hard one to deal with because sometimes a bird flying over the kit becomes a habit now. He gonna fly over the kit no matter what. There's nothing you can you can pretty much do to keep him from flying over the kit. Either he's either gonna do it for of the whole fly or he's gonna do a part of the fly, but he's still gonna end up going over the kit. Even, even sooner or later. So why deal with that bird? That's that's hard. That's a hard one. 
Now, if you only do this a few times, it's different than he do it every time you fly. And you got some birds that manage to fly over the kit while you flying them. And then when the kids start coming down to land, he gets back with them and land with them and trap with them. And you got to figure out sometimes why some birds fly away from the kid or over the kid because they don't want to roll with the kid. He's really a no-go, a no-go for the main kid. Put him in another kit. Don't figure it out over there. Don't figure out that kid because all it takes him to get one more partner to go with him. And now it's happening with him, so they two go up over the kid every time, so you can't score. Just take, I would take him out, then figure it out in another kit. That's what I would do. Just take that one out, figure it out in another kit. Before, before becoming habit farming in this kit or whatever. So, my bird's stepping down early. Sometimes there'll be something wrong with them. Stomach ache, sore, or you never know what it is. A little cold, a respiratory, a little bit. I mean, it could be something small. You just can't rest seat from seat. And I'm sorry, we can't actually, hey, red check. You feeling good? What's wrong with you? Tell me what's wrong with you. You can't do that. So we got to figure out something. What I do, I pay close attention to the bird. I look down his throat. Sometimes you'll see like a little white strip, like a like mucus that stretches from the top to the bottom of their mouth, throat. That indicates early signs of mycoplasma, like a respiratory thing. You give them doxybird for a few days, that pretty much take care of that. But you gotta, you gotta, you gotta inspect. You gotta check the bird out to figure that out. It could be a little canker. He could have a little coccidiate, a little bit in him. Some of us may be a little upset from what something ate off the ground. But still, you gotta figure that out. You know, check your birds out. Inspect your birds. Look at them sometimes. They coming, coming down low. Let me see how this bird lazy. Is he getting enough food? Food? What is he eating when he eat? Is he eating the small seeds first, then the big seeds, or, or what? Because some birds, the stronger birds, always, always eat the big seeds first and the small. If you notice that, so you gotta pay attention to that kind of stuff. Um, what I do is, I look down throat. I see a little piece of strippers like look like. Um, mucus that go stretches straight down from the top of their throat to the bottom. You can see it like a line. It's mucus. I get a doctor's bird for a few days, about three days, then boom, it's pretty much straight after that. But you would never know if you don't inspect. Sometimes you might feel the crops and why does bird crop not not emptying? That can be a sour crop or it could be canker. Either way in any case, I would treat it for canker. And at the same time, give it an ideal pill to make sure you have an appetite. Or help with the digestion, direct acid, direct acid in the stomach to make help digestion. And it work, that works too. But you gotta try it. You gotta look, you gotta inspect the bird to make sure. Okay? Okay. So as far as kick competition goes and trying to feed for, feed birds, make sure they're fed adequate. Uh, that fits your birds, not what I do for me. Figure it out. You gotta go through all these trials. Don't try to do any feed tricks for young birds. If you have a kid with their own, you might cause them to trigger in, a, in, a, in an extreme fa- uh, manner where you might bump or roll down. Um, figure them out. Feed them good. Make sure they're healthy. Clean water. Make sure they help if their digestive system is right. No underlying problems, canker, coccidiosis, whatever it may be. Just check them out real good. And other than that, get their food right. 
Man, I did. Well, hold on. People ask me also, how many days do I rest my kids before I fly them? It depends on the kid. Every kid is going to be different. Like I always tell you guys, I've never had to rest a kid more than two days. Now, I never fly, never, I don't fly no kid the day before I fly. I did that once and it was a disaster. I hadn't had time to really fly them, so I said, I'm going to fly them every day until the fly. Yeah, they were doing good, doing pretty good. Then the day before the fly, they get chased all day. They fly all night. And by the end of the day, the one last one come back in the evening, so I had to fly next morning. What do you think happened when I flew that day, that, that, that fly day? Nothing. Birds just flew. Individual here, individual there. Individual here, individual there. Two birds here, two birds there. The birds that kept rolling individual are the ones that came back the earliest. And it was rolling individual, individual, individual. Yeah, I won the best individual to fly, but I didn't score not one point. I had not one scoreable break. I had the best individual, and I always had the um, reserve individual. But I didn't, I got the best individual, but I wasn't trying to win the best individual, I just got it individual, you know. So that's why I never fly the day before I fly. I was giving my birds a chance to get some kind of. If I get hit on a Thursday and I fly on Saturday, I still got all Friday from the rest and get ready for Saturday. Birds first stop flying. Friday, they get hit, they all come back, and they got fly Saturday morning. It's, it's a little tough. So that's why I give them that extra day off. Every, no matter what. That's why. So. With that being said, hope you guys take take something from this. Hope you guys learn something from this. And let's keep learning. Real agenda. I'm out. Peace.